Thank you for joining us here at Celebration Church, where we celebrate God, celebrate people, and celebrate life. We hope you enjoy today's message. Let the weight of His presence just rest. Let the weight of His glory just rest. His kindness, His gentleness, His love, His forgiveness this morning, let it wash over you. I just, I felt like the prayer that I kept coming back to is, God, I want to know you. I just want to know you. I want to know your voice. I want to know your heart. I want to know your will. I don't want to have an opinion. I don't want to fill my life with busyness and with things. I just, I want to know you. And with this little baby, I feel like that's what I'm praying, (laughs) that it will know God, that it will know his presence, that it will know his voice. One of the things that makes me emotional thinking about this baby is that it gets to experience sitting in God's presence. What a beautiful thought. And this morning, here we are, and there's no expectation this morning on me for you to do anything, church, or respond in a certain way, whatever you need this morning. If you need to sit, sit. If you need to stand, stand. If you need to move around the room, move around the room. Because like I said, I just, I just want him. (laughs) I just want revival in this church to break out in such a way that affects not just our city, but our nation. And not because it's a nice idea or not because Benara and I have, you know, passed the goals that we want to reach or, but simply because our world needs it. Our city needs it. And this morning I'm going to share something, but then I just... I want it, I, I don't know if encounter is the right word, but I, I want it to move past my words and I want it to move past a sermon of slides on the screen. I, I actually want you to encounter, 
encounter God this morning. That it becomes this desperate cry of your heart. That you can't do the the boring, you can't do the mundane, you can't do the structure, you can't do the natural because He has wrecked you for anything else. (laughs) When you encounter Him, you get wrecked for anything else. And this is what Paul says. I love this. Philippians 3. Feel free. Please feel free to keep your eyes closed if you need to. Don't. I'm not offended if you're not looking at me. <laughs> Philippians 3 verse 1. This is Paul talking. He said, My beloved ones, don't ever limit your joy or fail to rejoice in the wonderful experience of knowing our Lord Jesus. I don't mind repeating what I've already written to you because it protects you. See, He knows. He knows that we need reminding sometimes. Beware of those religious hypocrites who teach you that you should be circumcised to please God. For we have already experienced heart circumcision. So Paul's saying, people will say, you have to do all these things. Be all these things. Line up a list of religious achievements. I go to church, tick. Read the word, tick. All these things. He's saying, don't listen to that. We've had a heart circumcision and we worship God in the power and freedom of the Holy Spirit, not in laws and religious duties. We are those who boast in what Christ has done in not, and not in what we can accomplish in our own strength. We boast in what Christ has done. It's true that I once relied on all that I had become. This is verse 4. I had a reason to boast and impress people with my accomplishments more than others. For my pedigree was impeccable. This is Paul talking. He was born a true Hebrew of the heritage of Israel as a son of a Jewish man from the tribe of Benjamin. I was circumcised eight days after my birth and I was raised in the strict tradition of Orthodox Judaism. Living a separated and devoted life as a Pharisee and concerning the righteousness of the Torah, no one surpassed me. I was without a peer. Furthermore, I was a fiery defender of the truth. I persecuted the Mosaic believers with religious zeal. So Paul's listing all these things that he's done. Today it could be things like have a really good job, good family, good house. Or maybe it's religious things like I never miss a Sunday or I serve on team. I'm generous and I give to people when they're in need. All these things that Paul lists and he says, if anyone had a reason to boast, it was me. He was at the top of his game. He was, you know, he was the one. And then this is what he says in verse 7. Yet all of the accomplishments I once took credit for, I have now forsaken them. And I regard it all as nothing compared to the delight of experiencing Jesus Christ as my Lord. To truly know Him meant letting go of everything from my past. 
and throwing all of my boasting on the garbage heap. It is like a pile of manure to me now so that I may be enriched in the reality of knowing Jesus Christ and embrace Him as Lord in all of His greatness. We can do so many things. We can be incredible people. You can be good intentioned people. You can have the right ideas, the right mentalities. But at the end of the day, Paul says it is nothing garbage, manure, if I don't know Him, that is what I regard as the highest prize, that I know Him and not just you know a few scriptures, not just you come to church, not just you read maybe a Bible plan, but that you know Him, that there's this burning desire, passion, intimacy inside of you that it's like, oh, I hate when worship finishes because I could just be in His presence all day. I hate that I have to go to work in the morning and earn money because I just want to sit and soak in His Word. That if you haven't spent time with Him, your heart just yearns and breaks because you just want to be with Him. That type of knowing. Not the knowing that just says, yeah, I'm a Christian, this is what I believe and I go to Celebration Church. But the knowing that moves you. The knowing that when you hear of injustice, When you see brokenness, your heart just breaks because you go, oh God, that's not what you came for. That's not what you died for. The knowing when you hear of somebody that has a disease in their body and you're moved because you go, God, you've healed before, you can heal again. The knowing that when you know him and you you just you come to this place and you and you love people, but you know about the thousands that are not here. And you're moved and you go, Oh God, I just know. That type of knowing. The type of knowing when you're so unsatisfied because you know there's more. That type of knowing, Paul goes, I regard everything. All of those things are great. All of those things are good. They're not evil. It doesn't mean that we don't still have accomplishments and successes. I'm not saying that. But in comparison, in comparison to your walk with God, to your relationship with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, it is nothing Nothing. Because in Him is where everything is found and held together. Verse 9, it says, My passion is to be consumed with Him. Oh, can we say this morning that He consumes you? Like every part of your being consumes you. Every area 
every moment that He just fills your thoughts, that He consumes and not clinging to my own righteousness, which, which is our good, our good deeds based on keeping the written law. My righteousness will be this, based on the faithfulness of Jesus Christ, the very righteousness that comes from God. Verse 10, and I continually long to know the wonders of Jesus more fully and to experience the overflowing power of His resurrection working in me. I will be one with Him in His sufferings and I will be one with Him in His death. Only then will I be able to experience complete oneness with Him in His resurrection from the realm of death. I admit that I haven't yet acquired the absolute fullness that I'm pursuing, but I run with passion into His abundance so that I may reach the purpose that Jesus has called me to fulfill and wants me to discover. He wants you to discover it this morning. He wants you to discover it this morning. He wants you to discover Him this morning. He wants to be found. He wants to be known. He's not hiding Himself. He's not distant. He's not far off. He is available and present and accessible this morning to every single person at every single level You can think of things and reasons why not. You can say, yeah, but Charlie, you know, you don't know the things I've done. You don't know all of the, you don't know God wouldn't want to know, like all of whatever. It doesn't matter. God wants to know you. He wants to be known by you. That is His heart. I love that when He talks about it in verse 10. I continually long to know the wonders of Jesus more fully and to experience the overflowing power of His resurrection working in me. You know, as a church, if you're new with us or if I haven't met you because I've been away the last couple of weeks, as a church, we believe that we are called to be a well of revival. Revival is bringing dead things back to life. (laughs) That can be dreams, that can be people, that can be seeing healings, that can be salvation, whatever. But we believe that we're called to be a church that's not just insular, that's not just here for itself, but that actually sees God move in our city and in our nation. As the pastor, I want to see salvations and healings and supernatural crazy God encounters every single week, every single day, that it just becomes our normal. I think that we are called to live like in verse 10 in His resurrection power. When Paul talks about that, the power of His resurrection working in me. We talk about revival church, but We can't be revival if we don't know revival. And we can't see revival if we haven't had revival ourselves. And that's what I sensed this morning, that we just need to refocus. The last couple of weeks, 2019, let's zone into 2020. That it be a year of knowing God. But out of that knowing 
that it moves us into action. And that's when we see revival. We don't see revival because it's Benar and I up here all the time going, go and pray for people, go and see people saved. You see revival because you know Him. And He is revival. (laughs) You can't know God. You can't have that deep, burning, crazy intimacy that I was talking about. And not know that his heart is salvation and not know that his heart is wholeness and not know that his heart is healing. Our God has healed. He will always heal. He is a healer. So if you don't believe that God heals anymore, I challenge you that he does. He healed me. I am testimony of that. I am seven months pregnant and I still don't have any pain in my back and my hips. Like he's a healer. He heals. (laughs) He is a saviour. That's what he does. He saves. I can't be in a relationship and know and have an intimate relationship with a saviour and not believe that he wants to save my city. It doesn't make sense. (laughs) It doesn't make sense. And so this morning, I just... I want to encourage us and I want to challenge us and I want to just bring us back into focus. The most important thing is you knowing God. Simplify. You will always have trials in your life. You will always go through heartache. You will always go through things that suck and that aren't fair and injustices. I'm not saying that this just washes everything away. It doesn't. But when you know Him, when you know Him, when you have that just burning, your heart just aches for Him. Ah. You know that he's bigger. You know that he's stronger. You know that there is nothing that you can go through that can separate you from his love. You know that there is no challenge too big or too overwhelming that you can't walk through with him when you know him. You know that he is able. You know that the impossible is possible. When you know him, when you really know him, You know that you were called to live in freedom. You know that you were called to live in joy. You know that you were called to live in truth. You're not called to live in fear and anxiety and worry and depression and and overwhelming. You're not called to live in sickness. When you know Him, you know that His best for you is healed and whole and flourishing. When you know Him, you know It's your greatest privilege and your highest joy that we don't get tired when worship goes for a little bit longer (laughs) because you're like, yes, I'm with my Jesus and everything is found in Him. Everything is wrapped up in Him. It says that He is the Alpha and the Omega. He is the beginning and the end. Absolutely everything is held and contained in the beauty and essence of Him. Oh, and what a joy that we can sit here and just 
be in Him. We have the ability to come to a church that just allows you to just minister to His heart. But we get busy and we get noisy and we get distracted and things happen and you feel overwhelmed and we forget and we do. And I'm not here to condemn. I'm not here to make you feel bad. I forget. I forget all the time. But he's so gentle and he's so kind and he brings you back. And I love that Paul, it wasn't like Paul had nothing. It wasn't like he was, you know, a loser and was like, well, all I've got is you, God. He had every reason to boast. And yet he says, there is nothing, absolutely zero, that means as much to me as knowing my King and knowing my Jesus. Revival happens when our relationship with Him is deep and intimate. You can't know Him and not live in revival. And you might think, okay, well, how do I know Him? That's all good, Charlotte, but how do I actually... By reading your Word, by talking to Him, by worship, by having these moments where you allow your spirit and your and your mind to just be surrendered to Him and His presence. How do you know Him? Every day, you just walk with Him, talk with Him, asking His will. But we can't believe for revival as a church (laughs) and for 2020 if we don't know Him. Because for revival to come, it's Him. He is revival. And sometimes this word revival can seem so big and so whatever, I don't know, scary maybe for some people. But it's just Him. It's just Jesus turning up. (laughs) It's just Jesus coming in the midst of us and healing us, speaking to us. It's not big, it's not scary, it's not something that's unattainable, it's just Him. But if someone was to ask you, what is your greatest accomplishment? What is your greatest joy? Can we really say that it is knowing Him? Can we really say that, oh, I woke up this morning going, oh God, I get to know you today. I get to minister to your heart today. I get to know what you want for our city when it comes to revival. Let's be a church that knows Him. And not just the good Christian knows Him. Does he know you this morning?
Do you allow yourself to be known by Him? Do you allow all your messiness, all your hidden things, all your fears, not just your Sunday best, but does He know you this morning? you can get to the end of 2020 and say it was a year of revival simply because you just knew him (laughs) not because you did anything special or because there was any I don't know special guest preacher that prayed for you or whatever but just because you knew him I knew his heart. I knew his will. I knew when he wanted me to pray for somebody. I knew when he needed me to forgive somebody. I knew when he needed me to go and ask that person if they would like to receive salvation. And just out of your knowing, you start to see these trickles and this river of revival. And these testimonies start flowing of you seeing the impossible of you seeing cancers healed, of you seeing limbs grow back, of you seeing people come back to life. And people are like, "What? Do you, I just know him. I just know his will. I just know his heart. It's that simple, church. It's that simple. Spending time with him, getting so consumed by his presence that you just are wrecked for anything else. Oh man, I'm at the point now where and Benoit and I have talked about it about this year and I'm like, I don't even know. I don't even know a fancy vision word for the year. I just want him. <laughs> I just want him. I don't want me. I don't want my words. I don't want my opinions. I just want him. I want him in everything. I want him to just invade everything. And like with this little baby, I don't I don't pray for knowledge and smartness and I pray that it would know Him. Know the voice of God. Know the move of His Spirit and His presence. Not no church, (laughs) not no religion, but Him. I just pray, I pray that God would use us. I so do. Benoit and I so believe in you guys. We so believe in this church being something incredible that just sees God do the most amazing, amazing things in our city and our world. Know that, but know that it comes from you and Him. These moments are precious, yes, but it comes from you and Him. It comes from you going back home, going into your week and getting to know Him. I know this is so simple and especially if you've been in church for a while, you're probably like, yeah, of course, read the Bible, pray. But do we do it with a passion or do we do it with a religious, we have to get our Bible app streaks up? (laughs) Because He is just the most beautiful, incredible 
so satisfying being. He just fulfills every need and every desire and everything is in Him and finds its purpose in and through Him. And let's not forget who He is. (laughs) His ability, His power. We look at situations that might seem hopeless, but like I said, when you know God, you know that He's bigger. You know that He's stronger. You know that nothing is impossible for Him. He's not distant. He's not far off. He's present and He's able. And He is willing in Jesus' name. So what we're going to do, it is a bit of a different service today. Just go with me. (laughs) And like I said, let's not wait. Let's not wait for a special Vision Sunday day. Let's not wait for heart and soul. Let's let's go for it now. Because we're already, what, five Sundays in of 2020. Man, you're already already behind. (laughs) So what we're going to do is... If you need to go at any point, please feel free to go. Don't feel like you need to stick around or release the service. Um, If you need to leave, you can leave. But like I said, if you need to sit, sit. If you need to move and dance, move and dance. If you need to come down the front, come down the front. But what I want us to do is I want us to encounter Him. So we're going to worship for a little bit. But then I'm going to open up the front if you actually feel like you need some extra prayer for yourself this morning, whether it's that you need a fresh touch, whether it's actually physically you need healing this morning, maybe mentally as well you might need healing, emotionally, or you just need somebody to stand with you and declare the things of God over your life. You know, sometimes we need that. Sometimes we need reminding who we are. (laughs) Sometimes you get so lost and you get so overwhelmed by the world that you actually need someone just to stand with you and declare, actually, this is who God says you are. (laughs) This is the truth of you. Don't ever be ashamed about that. Sometimes we just need that. I need that sometimes. (laughs) So... Let's worship for a little bit. I'll welcome... Oh, actually, we might just keep you two. Yeah. We'll just keep you two. Um, We're going to worship. Let's do that last song we did. Um, we'll worship for a little bit and then I mean at any point if you want to come down come down don't just wait until I say come down Um, we'll worship for a little bit and then if you feel like you would like to come down the front you feel like you would need a little bit of extra prayer a little bit of extra support feel free to come down at any point and then we'll just spend some time praying for people and having some people have a God encounter for their 2020 yeah Does that sound okay? If you feel like you would like to stand, let's stand. If you feel like you'd like to stay sitting, you can stay sitting. 
In Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus Christ, we magnify your life for your majesty.
to come down. I'm just going to open it up to if you would like an encounter with God this morning. It's as simple as it is. If you would like a fresh encounter, can be healing, it can be anything, direction, whatever. But just that word, you want to encounter the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. You want something fresh this morning. You want to drink from the well this morning. If you would like that and you haven't already come down, I just invite you to come down to the front. The band's going to keep playing. We'll keep worshipping. I just ask some team to join me so that we can pray for people. We hope you were encouraged by today's message. If you would like to know more about our church, please go to celebrationchurch.com.au.